Good afternoon, Packers fans. Aaron Nagler here with your Packers Daily Chat, coming to you live on the Cheesehead TV social channels. It is Monday. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Hope you enjoyed the coverage of Packers rookie minicamp. It's so exciting having the young guys on the grass and running around and doing football things. And <coughs> it was good times. Good times had by all. Hope everyone's uh, killing it in their comment section. Oh, yeah, it's, it's already hopping off. I love it. Um, of course, the topic of the day, topic du jour, rebuilding, a reloading, a resetting of the roster. What are the Packers doing? Uh, this all seemed to start because Jason Wildey asked Brian Gutekunst about rebuilding, and Brian very much shot that notion down, as he would. Um, and then Keyshawn Nixon put up a tweet over the weekend saying, get that rebuilding nonsense off my timeline, this ain't that. And then Twitter just exploded this morning with all sorts of conversation about, are the Packers rebuilding? What are they doing? Is it, is it a reset? Is it, what? Look, look, my friends, we've talked about this a little bit here already on Packers Daily, but I did want to kind of chime in with, man, call it whatever you need to. The Packers are assembling a kick-ass team that has a boatload of promise and talent and a lot of untapped potential. And the fact that we haven't seen it on the floor, so to speak, we haven't been able to, uh, you know, garner anything yet out of these uh, young men that are going to be thrust into action for the Green Bay Packers doesn't mean that it's automatically a rebuild. Um, As I've said before, any team that has David Bakhtiari, Kenny Clark, Jair Alexander, Aaron Jones, among others uh, attached to it, doesn't feel like it's a rebuilding team. Uh, Certainly feels like a, a reset of the roster after having chased a Super Bowl with Aaron Rodgers for a number of years and trying to get out from under the salary cap crunch that uh, they found themselves in after doing so. But whatever. If you want to call it a rebuild, it's a rebuild. You want to call it a reset, it's a reset. Regardless of that, those facts, all it really matters is that on Sundays they're going to go out there and they're going to try and represent the green and gold the best they can and bring home a W. And that's all I care about. Man, I don't care what you call them. Just call them the Green Bay Packers because I'm excited for them to take the field in 2023. Um, The other bit of news, of course, is just a little bit ago, the NFL announced that they are releasing their schedule on Thursday night, prime time, 8 p.m. But anybody who's been through this in the Internet age knows that we'll know the schedule by the time it's announced Thursday evening. Um, Kyle Kuzno is a good person to follow throughout the day on Thursday. He usually has information before most people there in Green Bay about all the home games. We'll be able to fill in the blanks, so to speak, on the away games, probably from a lot of people around the league who are covering the teams that the Packers are set to play. But by Thursday night, we will know what the schedule is, and I will be going live Thursday evening for a primetime special just because – I can't stand watching the NFL Network and they talk about all 32 teams and I just wait around for them to talk about the Packers. And then when they do, it's like three seconds and then they're on to the next thing. Especially now because you know they're not going to like belabor the point because Aaron Rodgers is gone. And they'll probably say, whoa, let's see what young Jordan Love's got. And then they'll move on to something else. So screw that. Counter-programming time. Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern. I'm going to go live to talk about the schedule. And I'll, I'll still be doing daily at 5 p.m., but then I'll be back live three hours later at 8 p.m., specifically to counter-program the NFL Network, who will not talk about the Packers over, like, 30 seconds. We'll talk about them here for a good long while. So I hope you'll tune in Thursday night, live chat about the 2023 Green Bay Packers schedule. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
Hope you're all there. Hello to everybody in the comments section. So good to see everybody. All the regulars are here. Krista's here. Brandy's here. Dennis is here. So good to see you all. Hope you're all doing well. Mimsy's here. What's up, Mimsy? Thanks for the super chat. I guarantee this team will be more fun than 22. Oh, oh, I think this team is up to that Pepsi challenge. There is zero doubt. And this is everything I talked about all throughout the last, really, two years uh, with Aaron Rodgers. The idea that this team is going to be building something, striving towards something, working towards something, rather than hanging on, just hoping, just trying to make it work one last time, it's a world of difference. And I cannot wait for that vibe, man. And look, this is no disrespect to Rodgers or anything he ever did in the green and gold. But man, these last couple years, when everything has been beholden to him and just based around him, it's going to be so nice. It's going to be such a breath of fresh air not to have that kind of sullen, kind of disgusted look after a missed play or, you know, the absence all throughout OTAs and all the conversation that that generates. And it's just nice to have a little hope and excitement and building towards something. I'm all about that life, ma'am. I'm right there with you, Mimsy. I think this year is going to be a ton of fun. And look, no one's sitting here saying that they're going to roll out the gate and be 17-0 and or even, you know, have a winning record. Who knows? I don't know. But I guarantee you, as you're saying there, they're going to be a lot more fun to watch. Of that, I have a little doubt. No question about it. Ryan, thanks for the Super Chat. I'm patiently waiting for the schedule to be released Thursday. I hope there's not a lot of noon games. So happy that Aaron Rodgers is New York pro- New York's problem. Um, yeah, I think there will be a few more noon games. I think people should be ready for that. Going to be a few more, no doubt about it. Um, now that said, we'll see about the uh, you know primetime stuff. I think they'll have probably a few 4 o'clock games in there, or 3 o'clock if you're in the central time zone. Um, and I think there'll be a smattering of primetime stuff. The Green Bay Packers are still the Green Bay Packers after all. But, uh, yeah, I think definitely a few more nooners in there, which, hey, I'm all about that life. I like it. Hutch's Hobby, what's up? Thanks for the Super Chat. It's rejuvenating to see the youth injected into the organization. Love's going to get it done. Got me feeling like Ric Flair. Woo! Gave that one there all for you. Hutch's Hobby. Peter, thanks for the Super Chat. Hey, Nags, what's your favorite football quote, and what's one for this season? Oh, damn. That's a really good question. Um, I mean, there are so many, right? Everything from, I mean, Brett had a bunch. Uh, what, you think God never farted? <laughs> that's, that could be the 2023 theme. Um, no, uh, I don't know, man, that's a tough one. What the hell's going on out here from, from Vince? But, uh, you know, I can't remember it verbatim, but something along the lines of, we can't catch excellence, but if we chase it, or we can't catch perfection, but if we chase it, chase it, we'll find excellence. Something along those lines. It's a great quote, and I really believe that's the theme for this season: is the fact that no, they're not going to be perfect. They're probably not going to be a great team in quotes. But I think because of the fact that there's so many young parts and so much learning and developing that's going to be going on, that's my you know real hope here is that. Week to week, from month to month, we're going to see this team get better. You know, and I know we hear Matt talk about that a lot, like almost as a cliche regarding, well, we're just every day, just an opportunity to go. We're going to get better every day. And it's easy to say that as lip service when you've got a veteran-led team, but, man, that's going to be reality in Green Bay for the first time in a long time with so much youth on offer. 
So to me, that's that's a pretty good one. <laughs> uh, Del Aros, thanks for the super chat. Top picks are exciting, but I'm really f- looking forward to see what Nichols can do. He looks and runs like the perfect mix of Jones and Dylan. Yeah, I don't, you know, I think it's going to be fascinating to see what kind of opportunity he actually gets, right? Because they are so set, they're at the top of the top of the roster. Uh, hopefully, you know, he gets a good look in camp and or preseason and shows what he can do. I definitely don't see a dynamic uh, athlete when I look at him, but I see a guy who, you know, he's definitely fits the part, so to speak, as he's going to get what's blocked and he, he's going to make some guys miss and he is going to, you know, not be afraid of contact uh, as along the sideline and get a few extra yards that way. So, yeah, I'm excited for him, no doubt about it. And, look, I, a big part of it is opportunity. And if you make the most of those, you'll get more. Those young guys, the seventh-rounders, that's what life is all about. The undrafted guys, that's what you got to do day in and day out. And, yeah, I'm with you. I'm excited for it. Um, Sean, what's up, man? Thanks for the Super Chat. Reminder, Aaron's 6-10 and 10 season led to a draft of Raji, Matthews, and Lang for the first three picks of the next draft. Well, it wasn't Aaron's 6-10 and 10 season. That was the Packers' 6-10 and 10 season. Remember, QB wins are not a win-loss stat. Um, you know, don't forget, Aaron led them to many leads late in games where that defense uh, gave up uh, the lead at the end, basically, which led to the loss. So, I, I mean, Sean, I understand what you're saying. Yes, if they were to falter this season, have a bad record, what have you, that does mean they'll be in a position to add some more premier talent. Um, but, yeah, that I mean, they were – that was a tough year as far as close games go. I think – what were they – I think they won one game that was like within one score, essentially, and lost a bunch. So, um, but I hear you, man. I hear you, Kobe. Thanks for the super chat. Lots of young talent on this team. Time for the coordinators and assistant coaches to bring out their best. Go pack, go! I th- you bring up a really good point there, Kobe. Something that uh, has not been talked about a whole lot, but I think is going to be very prevalent this year, or it's going to need to be anyway is the job that the staff does developing these players. And, you know, I, I always preach that it's really hard to get a true handle on the outside of who's doing what inside the building as far as assistant coaches go because we're not privy to what they're being asked to do, right? We're not in the meeting rooms. We're not there when Matt's having his staff meetings and saying, I need this, I need that. So I always kind of try to pump the brakes a little bit. But with that said... There are a ton of young players on this team, and if ever the staff was going to show that they have the metal to bring along talent and develop it, this is the time. So, yeah, I'm excited for it. We will see when the rubber meets the road, so to speak. Uh, I hope this staff is up for that challenge because it is, a, it is going to be formidable. Sean, thanks for the Super Chat. What's it like growing up in Wisconsin, a Packers fan? That's a really broad question, Sean. What's it like growing up in Wisconsin as a Packers fan? Well, I think it's different now than it was when I was growing up. When I was growing up, it was miserable. Um, but it was weird because, like, they lost all the time and I was upset all the time. But I always look forward to every game. I look forward to every Sunday. Lots of times I watch with my grandpa, which, you know, when I was really young, and I love those. Um, but, yeah, even when I got old, a little older, you know, like, junior high or whatever, uh, still watch with my dad every Sunday. And to me, that's, and I've said this a million times, the Packers, why it's so 
why I'm so passionate about it is because it does remind me of family. It does connect me to my family and to a family of Packers fans that now I know stretches around the world. But even when I was a kid, it was just like everyone I knew was a Packers fan. Every kid in my class, every parent I met at birthday parties, what have you, like everywhere I went was all Packers fans. Everywhere you, you go, like the grocery store, you've got an ad with some Packers player on it. You go on the radio, they're always talking about the Packers, what have you. You're just kind of immersed in it. And it's funny because I know a lot of times when people talk about college football and the college atmosphere, it's like I, I never really got into college ball because I had all that with the Packers. Like I meet so many people either when I was in college or now living in New York where you know they were so into college ball because of the tradition and the close-knit kind of aspect of it and every time I hear them talk about it the tradition what have you it always reminds me of being a Packers fan growing up so I think that's part of the reason that I never really gravitated to the college game because I already had that Um, but now I think it's a little different because things are so fragmented media wise there's so many different things drawing on people's attention including kids you know but still Wisconsin they still breathe green and gold still a major part of people's life in that state as near as I can tell. Um, but yeah, I think now I think the experience is a little different, but it's still a connection to family and to, you know, a, a I guess a, a franchise that is a little different than every other franchise. Uh, you know, it's so funny watching people, the whole rebuilding conversation is a perfect example. It's like, the rest of the league operates a certain way. So when the Packers do something, it try it. People, the media, or people, the the you know, talking heads, so whatever you want to call them, try to put it in a box that is similar to the other 31 teams. And it's like the Packers don't operate that way. It's just that you know they're just different. And there's nothing. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just they're different. And some of that is because of the fact that they are structured differently. But you know, a big part of it is because of when Ron Wolf came in and did what he did, he set the groundwork, and that's the groundwork that people have followed. And I think Ted put a major imprint on that, and that's why Brian operates a lot of the way he does. But it's just different than the rest of the league, and I think that's not a bad thing. You know, I just think it's unique, and I love it for that. Uh, Joe, thanks for Super Chat. Are the Packers rebuilding is the new who has the leverage? Oh, I was trying not to make that. Uh, comparison, but yeah, it's it's gotten that old that fast, no doubt. Mimsy, thanks for the super chat. This will be a great year for Packers hard knocks. You just you just be quiet, all right? You just be quiet there, Mimsy. Um, they don't have to do it this year. If they miss the playoffs this year, the Packers or the league could make them do it. That's a fact. You miss the playoffs twice in a row, the league can make you do hard knocks. So Matt Lafleur, who I know has wants nothing to do with hard knocks. He has said that publicly. He doesn't want it. He wants to avoid it at all costs. Well, here you go, bud. Better make the playoffs. Dash, thanks for the Super Chat. What are some reasonable expectations for Jordan Love this year? I've talked about this a bit, Dash. I did a, um, a video about it a couple weeks ago, but I will just reiterate. Um, you want someone who clearly knows the offense and can operate within the confines of the structure of the offense, but someone who, while he is going to make mistakes, which is undoubtable, you know, you can't doubt that. That is going to happen. He's now making the same mistakes in December that he was making in September. For me, that's what this whole year is about. And I do think, yeah, he can throw for thousands of yards and a bunch of touchdowns. Undoubtedly, he'll turn the ball over a few times. And undoubtedly, there'll be a few head scratchers, plays that make us really frustrated, etc. 
but it's all about development. It's all about getting better. And if he looks more confident and in control by you know the second half of the season, heading down the stretch there, than he does in the first half, that's a big win. And I know there's so many people out there who'll be like, he's got to throw for X amount. He's got to do this. He's got to do that. I don't care about benchmarks. I don't. I get that those expectations are going to be placed on him outside of the building. I don't think the Packers really care about that as long as he's moving the offense, being efficient, scoring points, you know, and avoiding turnovers when he can, and then learning when he does, you know. That's this whole season for me. Jordan Love has got to show that he can learn from his mistakes and grow and develop because he's been developing on the bench, but when you start playing, it's a whole other world. It's a whole other ballgame. And the sooner you learn from those mistakes that you're making going 1,000 miles an hour, the better off you're going to be as a player and the better off the team is going to be. So to me, that's, that, those are the expectations. What else we got, folks? Carl, thanks for the super chat. Hey, Aaron, Goot, coach, name drop, Toure, frequently impressors. Do you think they're seeing a maturity in Toure due to his age? We'll see more, we'll see more Toure. Yeah, I noticed, and I know people have talked about it a little bit online, um, that both of them brought – Toure's name up unprompted. I think they just recognize that he's a guy who's done the work and they don't want to dismiss him. Uh, I think he's got his work cut out for him, though, with the addition of Reed and a couple of these other guys. Uh, you know, those snaps are going to be going to be precious, and you got to make the most of them. And he certainly looked the part last year, especially in preseason, but he's got to pick up where he left off. There's no gift here. You know, the, the fact that he has a year in the system under his belt, he's got to use that to his advantage. Um, he's got to make the most of every opportunity because they are precious. And if you don't make the most of them, if you make mistakes, you false start or run a wrong route or drop a ball, they are going to get someone else in there and hope that uh, there's an improvement. And it's going to be harder and harder to get back on the field. So I love Torrey. I love what he did last year. Um, but, th- you know, that doesn't gift you anything. you got to put the work in and you got to do it. And I really hope he does, because you saw the talent on display last year, no doubt. Glenn, very much appreciate the super sticker. Thanks, buddy. What else we got, folks? What else we got? Uh, Hutch's Hobby. Thanks again, man. Is Jordan our first full-time starting black QB? Oh, that's a question. I believe so. Don't quote me on that, but I believe he is. And I'm, I, I will say, and I'm touching the third rail here, but I'm almost impressed with how little that's been brought up. I'm just calling a spade a spade. I thought it would be a little bit more prevalent in the combo, but thankfully, I've been proven wrong in that regard. Uh, what else? Uh, Seneca Wallace, Bunny, I, I, I don't consider him a full-time starter, which I think is the spirit of the question, but I hear you. I understand what you're saying. Uh, <laughs> That's a really good idea. Uh, Joe, when will No Excuses Joe Cheesehead TV apparel be available? That's an excellent question. I did just send Brent an email. I need to send him another one. Uh, coming soon. Coming soon, no doubt about it. All right, buddy, I got to get going. I can't thank you enough for hanging out, talking Packers each and every day, Monday through Friday, right here on the Cheesehead TV social channels. Please do me a monster favor. Hit like on the video. Subscribe to the channel. And then tell your friends and tell your family, Cheesehead TV, we are devoted to Green Bay Packers fans worldwide. Thanks so much, everybody. And again, mark your calendars. Thursday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, we'll go over the new 2023 Green Bay Packers schedule. 
right here live on Cheesehead TV. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a great night. Go Pack Go. Uh, 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 uh.